Brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. Late on Tuesday and into Wednesday, the Vatican came under attack. Not in that way that the released and probably third fake third secret of Fatima in 2000 kind of attack that's described there, but a cyber attack. And this has happened before, and frankly, it's made possible by the Vatican's absolute refusal to update and upgrade its website in any meaningful way. Seriously, the things from like the 1990s. Attacks on church web infrastructure, really nothing new though. In fact, those of you who hold to the Benny Plenist position, that is the position that Benedict's resignation was invalid or not real for any number of reasons, many of you will often cite such attacks on Vatican infrastructure in the days leading to his resignation announcement in 2013. At that time, Vatican systems came crashing down. Even the ATMs didn't work in Vatican City. That's how bad it was. These kind of things happen from time to time. And earlier this week, we had another instance of such an attack. In fact, at the time that I'm recording this video, the website there still barely works. So let's check in for the story with the most mainstream of Catholic news sources for this. Headline from the National Catholic Register. Was the Vatican hacked again? The perpetrator and motives of the alleged hacker or hackers in this case remain unclear though there is precedent for hacking groups targeting the Vatican because of public statements made by Francis. Okay, there's an implication in that headline. Francis recently said some potentially inflammatory things about that, you know, big conflict going on in Eastern Europe that our hosts on this platform don't like us talking about. And that implication is that the country that we are told, according to the official narrative, is the aggressor in that conflict, may be the ones who hacked the Vatican. Now, why would they do that? Look, I have no idea, but I have an alternative hypothesis about why the Vatican was hacked. At the same time as this hack was going on, there were figures in the Roman Curia who resigned from financial-related offices, and there are financial trials going on, one of which started that same day, <laughs> okay? Those might be related, because it's a weird coincidence, and some more plausible, seem to, at least more to me, more plausible than a major world power using its intelligence services to hack the Vatican to punish Francis for speaking what he thinks is the truth. The article does provide some basic details that are important to this, though. So from their article, quote, A Vatican spokesman said Wednesday that the Holy See has taken down its main Vatican.va website amid an apparent attempt to hack the site. Technical investigations are going ongoing due to abnormal attempts to access the site, Vatican spokesman Matteo Bruni told Reuters November 30th without elaboration. Numerous users online noted that the site was unavailable as of Tuesday morning. Among other things, Vatican.va is the official online repository for papal encyclicals. As of Wednesday afternoon in the United States, attempts by CNA to access the Vatican.va website from several different web browsers produced 404 error messages. Ancillary websites such as press.vatican.va were still online as of Wednesday, end quote. And I couldn't get get on the website either, and this was actually the big buzz on Catholic Twitter that day, oddly enough. Now, the article continues and provides historical context of hacks coming after Francis says things people and their governments find objectionable. That is all true, and it could be the case here, but I'm skeptical of that because there are bigger things going on. But who knows? Maybe we'll get more details over the weekend that really do point to agencies coming after the Vatican. But this case does remind me of one case in particular, and that's the hack from 2012, the famous VatiLeaks case, which is thought to have led directly to Benedict's resignation from the papacy. And that article mentions this case here, quote, 
The Vatican's aging main website has attracted other hackers, too. In 2012, the Italian branch of the activist hacking group Anonymous took down the Vatican's website using a simple denial-of-service hacking method, whereby the site was artificially flooded with traffic in an attempt to overload it. More recently, in 2020, the uh, country that is going after Cardinal Zen and its state-sponsored hackers reportedly targeted Vatican computer networks and other Catholic targets in an attempt to give that country an advantage in negotiations at that time to renew a provisional deal with the Holy See, end quote. And that latter case is nuts if that's actually true, because that means Rome willingly made a deal with a group who was attacking the Vatican, which is just beyond bizarre. I mean, that's, that's just nuts. The blaming of that country that Francis allegedly consecrated in accordance with the Fatima message, allegedly, is the subject of pretty much every Catholic article out there on the subject, at least from mainstream websites, to the point where the messaging is almost certainly being coordinated or people just lack imagination enough to see a bigger picture. And if it's being coordinated, it's being done from Rome. The one mainstream Catholic website that didn't report this story at all, though, is, weirdly enough, VaticanNews.va, which is a state-run media for the Vatican, for Vatican City. It's state-run, like the BBC or NPR or CNN. Like any other state media, it's a glaring omission when they choose to not run stories on attacks on state infrastructure. In this case, the silence from the official news arm of Vatican City is deafening. Now, my hypothesis is this. We're seeing financial troubles in Rome, culminating in various important bishops and priests in financial positions while resigning from office or on trial for their own financial misdeeds. The latest example of this is the resignation of Father Juan Antonio Guerrero Alves, a senior Jesuit priest who had been the secretariat for the economy. Apparently, Vatican City has got as the secretariat for the economy. According to Vatican News, he resigned for, quote, personal reasons. The article does give some details that shouldn't be missed, and some of these personal reasons are pretty legitimate, but there's other details here that you'll probably notice. Quote, the Holy See Press Office released a statement that says the Pope thanked Father Guerrero warmly for the dedication shown in his service to the Holy See. Father Guerrero, it added, managed to put the or economy in order. It was hard and demanding work that bore much fruit. The Holy Father assured him of his prayers. To coincide with the announcement, Father Guerrero sent a letter to the employees and collaborators of the Secretariat for the Economy, in which he explains the reasons for his decision. You are aware, he writes, that I have undergone surgery during the course of this year. And as a result of this, I am undergoing medical treatment that has side effects that make it particularly difficult for me to carry out a task as demanding as the one I am entrusted with. And that requires a greater physical efficiency, and mental concentration than what I have at this time. In the letter, Guerrero retraces his journey over the past three years, explaining that he leaves, quote, with sadness, but also with immense gratitude to the Lord, to the Holy Father, and to all of you, and with the satisfaction that together we have contributed to the economic reform called for by Francis. Together and in collaboration, with other curial institutions, writes the outgoing prefect for the SPE. We have helped the Holy Father to take important steps in the economic organization of the Roman Curia, in transparency, upholding the credibility of the Holy See concerning economic matters. We have helped make clearer rules, but there are still many things in the pipeline, the centralization of investments, the further regulation and simplification of procurement processes, 
in order to make them more transparent and streamlined. The implementation of a Directorate for Human Resources, which is a new challenge to improve the working conditions and atmosphere within the Holy See, and the planning of greater uses of computerized procedures, end quote. The Vatican getting an HR department is terrifying, actually, but surgery is a big deal. And that is a plausible reason to step down, recovery from surgery, if anybody's gotten it, know, it every, you know that this is not something light. But Father Alves hints at the problem here. He mentions reforms of investment policy at the Vatican. He mentions transparency in the reform of curial institutions. That's been a major headache of Rome for years, culminating in the London real estate deal, the Vatican funding Elton John's movie Rocket Man, which made major headlines around the world and resulted in numerous officials getting sacked by the Vatican and Cardinal Becciu facing charge in court. And he's recently tried to sue the media because they, he says their coverage of his case has made it so he'll never be Pope, which is just hilarious. But one thing is for certain, this story is not over yet. It is worth keeping an eye on, especially since more details will emerge as time goes on. But if this was a hack, then hackers may have been looking for something in particular, whether it's details about financial misdeeds or the McCarrick deal with Cardinal Zen's homeland, or the ties of the Vatican to the U.S. government, or any other less-than-savory thing that Rome has been involved with in the past several years. All of them are plausible targets for hacking. I will be keeping an eye on this story as it develops, and if there is a major update, I will report on it for you. Now, I'm curious what you think about this. A new phase of the financial trials began in Rome like on the same day as the hacks. I don't think that's a coincidence, but I'm curious if you do, if you do think that's a coincidence or not, and if you think this is about geopolitics, like the sort of accepted uh, line from all of Catholic media seems to be. If this is really about Francis making statements on geopolitical matters that made countries involved upset enough to hack the Vatican as punishment. Let me know what you think of all this in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. As does sharing this on social media. That helps a lot as well. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.